It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 60, Time Lash. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The polarity of the neutron Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, I am Eric, joining you with uh, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Dan, also joining you with. Yeah, we're all joining with each other. Dan, how are you? You were on vacation, right? Well, yeah, I guess my vacation. It's Memorial Day weekend, uh, so uh, we're up in Vermont. Well, that's nice. So I, I tried to find the most echo- echoey room I could possibly find. Now, is it so just, works out. is it just the two of you, or are you with a large group? No, uh, uh, it's the two of us and uh, Joe's sister, So okay, and then cool. and the dog. So we're just hanging out. Nice. But, um... Uh, yeah, I yeah, snuck we, away and, and spent some time uh, watching Doctor Who while we were up here, which is fun. <laughs> just getting the weird side eye from uh, from people, well, I'm sure, as they walk by and be like, what, what's, uh, what is happening what's, there? Uh, what's Dan doing? I should have just made everyone watch it uh, without any sort of context for what the story yeah. is. Well, or, before or we get into happens. the stories, we should just let people know, uh, because I know yeah. people are into these sort of levels of, of detail. Um, that we are recording on a Monday, as you said, on Memorial Day, not on a Sunday. Uh, we would have recorded yesterday, um, but I had no electricity. I had a, a tornado supposedly came through. Was it actually a tornado? I don't know. My neighbor, uh, two houses down, said it was definitely a tornado. It probably was because it hit like uh, a town over, just one sort of spot, and then where we are, and then all around us, not really all that much damage, but here massive tree went through my neighbor's house like literally through the house oh my goodness you, you said it hit them but i didn't the know house. oh my god um another person just spent all this time and money and energy last summer building like this beautiful outdoor deck with this arbor over it and all that stuff and that's just pile of rubble uh. um huge trees and stuff down so we had no power so we couldn't record uh but we uh, i was pretty <laughs> yeah ready. the most important thing talking <laughs> yeah, about people's really. houses and ruins oh my but we god i'm so sorry we couldn't do the old doctor who show so we're kind of even right it's all the same yeah it's fine i think insurance is going to cover us not being able yeah, to no i uh it. we were fine i mean there's a you know no no damage here so i'm oh I'm man blessed. that's hashtag blessed hashtag blessed <laughs> um but yeah so wow. we got nothing else right to talk no, about before we get into the old doctor, doctor the old Ooh. time lash. Uh, boy, <laughs> yeah. Let's just. Right, we just, might as well just, just jump in. Jump into the time lash and hope we don't. Or, or you know, stumble and fall in. We'll slightly fall in get and pushed. Hope we don't you know hit a woman traveling in the opposite direction. Don't you know tie a uh, cord around our waist? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, jump okay. into the corridor and hit the button, please. It's Earth. There's a period you call 1179 AD. Oh, I've never been to 12th century Earth. As I seem to keep saying, that's beside the point. Once inside the time, to all the 
TARDIS may undergo an adverse control effect. Is that bad? Bad! 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 You don't seem to realise the effect that time particles colliding within a multidimensional implosion field can have. Hardly. Well, the short answer is POW! This is Time Lash. Uh, this is the fifth serial of the 22nd season, everyone's favorite. It aired in 1985. Uh, it was written by Glenn McCoy of the McCoy Boys, uh, a failed uh, boy band out of England that ran into some trouble when their oldest member, Kipper, insisted that they record a men's rights anthem. Don't discriminate against me just because my dad owns the place. Uh, it was directed by Pennant Roberts. I'm not sure if the boy band part is accurate, uh, but Peter... It sounds right. It feels right. Peter, my pool boy, insists uh, that it is true. <laughs> the TARDIS becomes caught in a Contron corridor, which is like a time corridor, but different, uh, and nearly runs over a space lady who's traveling on the wrong side of the road. Uh, the Doctor and Perry land on planet uh, Carafel. Carafel? I can't Carafel. remember how to pronounce it. Caramel. A, a caramel. It's a dystopian futurescape where its citizens live in fear of being thrown into the time lash for transgressions against its secretive and sadistic leader, the Borat. My wife. Uh, turns out the Borat My wife. Uh, isn't the cultish leader we think he is, uh, but a half-man, half-morlocks, uh, who is in the midst of orchestrating the destruction of all humanoid life on his planet, save his precious dinosaur-like Morlaxes, eye, whatever the uh, plural You took Latin. Dan, you took Latin, what did yeah. you think of uh, Time Lash? Um... I was prepared to dislike it more than I actually did. Oh. I think there were... The story was fine. It was okay. Um, it was some of the performances that I absolutely loved. Tecker, I could just watch oh, an entire entire show with just Tecker. He chewed up the scenery, oh, he did. spit it out, and then went in for seconds. It was he like was, some kind of Shakespearean dinner theater was performing nearby, and they were like, we want that guy. Uh, oh, we get man. Richard... Uh, yeah, that was... That was a lot. That was so much. And and horrible, but to the point where it was so bad it got good. I mean, uh, he was he was yeah, I mean, absolutely yeah. wonderful. Um and overall it was it was an interesting story. There's just so much that was weird about it. But um I don't know. Overall it was fine. I'm sure my, my opinion will will solidify once we talk about this more. What what was your immediate take on this thing? I um well, I will say the good things. I feel yeah. like there is a good it's a very good story in here, um, but it was too long. The second half was much worse, I felt, than the first half, because it's a two-part yes. story, two 45-minute parts. The second half felt like just getting dragged along a road, um, you know, bite with a rope. How's that for an image? Um, yeah, That's but uh, I don't know. It's I would say overall it was terrible. You know, okay. just in a in a lot of ways, it was just it felt cheap. Uh, the acting, as you said, like not everybody did the best performance, um, but you can still see it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing we've ever seen. Like, no, I still this was think, not feel like Twin Dilemma would have been worse than this if I was ranking them. And but it's not far off from that. And I felt like from the first half, I was like, okay, this this is could be kind of cool. 
And then again, by the end, I just felt like, God, um, you know, what's happening? What's happening to us? Um, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit, I guess, about the characters. You've got Tecker, who, yeah, the overacting and was all, it loops around and becomes enjoyable. Yeah, uh, that's, because, that's right. Yeah, because it, of that. You've got uh, Mike Kroos, who I immediately, I don't know what about you, but I was like, oh, that looks like, like Don Jr. if he had a chin. Like if you surgically <laughs> implanted a chin into uh, the President of the United States' son, yes. he kind of would look like that. You've got a Malin, who's the the former Malin. I guess that's the title yes. that gets passed down. The father of uh, Vina, the yep. only woman apparently that's allowed to have any sort of power. There was so yeah, much misogyny. Power, there was I so mean, much misogyny in this story. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff. Well, sure, certainly we have Vina, like you're talking about. So she's <clears> the daughter of the original Malin, and she's yes. sort of like in this cult. I believe everything, the leader's all-knowing and good. Right. And then she immediately changes. Not, sh you know, she well, becomes okay, the leader right. of the rebellion 10 minutes later. I yeah, guess. so she's she's supposed to marry Mikros. They're uh, engaged, and her father is the current Malin. So she's um, very much, like you said, uh, seemingly or outwardly believing that the Borat, my wife, is actually a benevolent leader who is taking care of them and doing, you know, what needs to be done to keep them safe. And the fact that they never see him except on a screen is all for safety reasons, etc. But her fiance, Mikros, is absolutely kind of against all this. Not so far that he's going to be one of the rebels that we see get, uh, you know, captured and thrown into the time lash. But he's doing this stage whisper the entire time. <laughs> Every time totally someone is. says something about the boy, my wife, it's like, yeah, that guy's a real piece of work. Like, like you, you establish the, the room. World, they it's, have listening devices everywhere where they have to have a secret meeting in the back energy room where because of some whatever rays, I can't, I wrote down whatever the rays are, are running. Doesn't but matter. But yet this guy won't shut his mouth. Like he's literally feet away from the secret police captain or whatever. And he's just like, it is a room of, it's a room of less than a dozen people, and he's talking at full volume. I mean, obviously, sure, maybe it's a stage whisper, but it it was really ridiculous. Um, yeah, so he he almost dies right yeah, away. So, right, so they're a couple, and the, the uh, uh, Don Junior Mikros whatever is saying, "Hey, this is the society's crumbling," blah blah blah, and she's like, "No, well, you know, it's all for the good of blah blah blah," and I guess it takes her own father's death that's the moment that she's her father well her father's death her mother's death she's in a hospital woman we never yeah, see we never but find the, out what happens power. other than she's hooked up to life support and the dad's just gonna reroute the power to right and then the father dies but no one she doesn't mention that her mom might be dead no no one cares about like mom. that's it no one cares yeah she's mentioned but, once there aren't a lot of female characters we have the well we have a leader of the with a female rebel Murdered. Yes, but it's you know immaterial. You know, I I'm wondering well, what there's, you think there's of cats. that scene. There's cats who I who was a female leader of the rebels. That's not cats the same and Cezon. It's not the same person. No, no, it's a different one. I'm right. just saying in terms of female characters. Yes, we actually had one that was head, one of the heads of the rebels. We had Vina. Well, I just want to say real quick. I mean, the the misogyny starts from the very beginning. Well. Let's just leave aside Perry and the Doctor because that's its own that's relationship that we should she can't talk even about. Pick where they go. She can't she's, even pick where they go, and then she's uh, petrified that he's going to take her home. And we should 
put that in its own section and talk let's come about let's let's bracket that and we'll come back to that in a second. I just want to make a, just a small point that there's there's a moment between Vina and her her father, the the Malin and uh, Migros. The three of them are there, and the father says something along the lines of how how willful women these days are or something it was just it was really awful yeah and Mikros has this sort of double entendre meaning that he hopes that she can see his way at some point meaning that he hopes to convert her to be you know being a rebel but to the father obviously not or maybe not obviously because the two of them end up in that electric electric utility closet yeah, and, and end up conspiring yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just silly yeah, right. anyway like, you know get there's your, a lot of misogyny right. going get on. get your wife in line and then later, you, yes. at the end, H.T. Wells is like, this is men's work or whatever. You know, there's that whole scene. Uh, right, but right, right. talking about just the beginning. Yes. So there's there's three rebels, uh, two men and a, and a woman who are yep. sort of escaping. And you get a lot of backstory that, you know. They're running through a beige office park. Yeah, they are. Like, they are. <laughs> the entire place is just, I mean, and they make, at least they make a reference to how dull and boring it is. Uh, you know, Perry's talking about how it's not shiny. Which was just a weird. I mean, well, that's okay, the whole. I know it comes back thing. later. I that's know, be an but it's like plot point. it's just an, it's just a stupid observation. No one would ever say it's dull. It's not shiny. Nothing has no, reflection. Like there's some, who that's is, what I mean. That when I say this is a terrible story, I mean it. Um, but <laughs> the, the the part about like the the dystopian type future where they're yeah. you know it's a 1984 like. Yes. World is cool. It's just the execution's terrible. But to stick with those three rebels, so the the um, blue man group with shoulder pads, oh, uh, the androids with the high voice. It's the sing songy yeah. high voice. They kidnap or he he takes the girl and brings uh, her to <coughs> uh, uh, the Borat. My wife. And yes. uh, he kills her. Now, do you think that whole exchange is because he's evaluating whether or not he wants to mate with her. Ooh, you're actually giving it more depth than I think it deserves. Well, because otherwise his whole plan involves having to create more of these, and that's why he needs Perry to make a wife that he's going to have, or a wife, or a mate, so he can make babies <laughs> that are half man, half uh, uh, Morlocks. Morlocks, yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, has he just been... Collecting is women that, to find a mate, and then he sees Perry, and he's like, "Oh, this is the new one." Because otherwise, is like, that his plan? I mean, I don't, I don't. It didn't feel like he was his plan until Perry and the Doctor showed up. No, like, it just wasn't like clear he was, what he was doing. He was orchestrating this war with their, their, yeah, yeah that was with the, the Bandrel, and he was trying to get, get them because they had a weapon that killed humans only, but left everything else intact. Which yeah, make a lot of sense because biologically no. he's still half human. So does. But well, in any case, it's fine. To be even to be even more clear about it, it's a weapon that destroys anything with a central nervous system. But that still doesn't seem like I mean, and they make a reference to the fact that these Morlocks are sort of reptilian at some point, and reptiles yeah. have central nervous systems. Yeah, so it was just a bad like. If you're gonna pick something that's quasi sciency, like just pick something better. Right. <laughs> like but it just, just was. Yeah. Just assuming just it. Write, just, write it better. Yeah. Just anyway. that it kills. Humans. Yes, it's supposed to kill humans. They right. could have just said that. It just it kills humans. But I think I blah, think blah, blah, that blah. was his plan the entire yes. like that's okay. what he's building to. It so was just a plan in slow motion. Yeah, I was just so, wondering if that was mate selection and he didn't like the way she looked or something, and then he, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's that does give it I think more credit than it deserves. But I like that. Well, because yeah, uh. and there's there's a lot of those weird scenes where it's like some character sees 
the Borat my wife for what the Borat my wife really is. Yes. And she does. She gets killed. The original leader, uh, the original Malin is talking to the, the AI or whatever the the, TV the Android version of it. And oh, sees oh the yes, real one. the fake one. Everyone yep. is shocked except for Tekker. So did Tekker always know that it was a lizard person? Because all of a sudden he's just hanging out with the... Like he is, there's no reaction. He's cool. Right. It's yeah, there. no, I just I just think Tekker plays it cool, man. He's, he's just, just a cool dude. He's just a cool dude. He's like, yeah, whatever. That's cool. I'm down with that. That's fine. <laughs> he just likes power, that guy. <laughs> that's, I think, yeah, actually, that's a lot of it. All right. So, okay, so so we start, let's just, let's just go a little, little chronological. We got, we got Perry and the Doctor in the TARDIS arguing about where to go. I mean, I, they're arguing to a point that it just seems like it's getting progressively worse every story, that they seem to like each other less and less. And like you said... He he threatens slash offers to take her back to Earth, and she desperately doesn't want to go. But I don't see why. I, I, I still it, don't well, I, understand why. Right? I was. It's a dark thing. It's very dark. Her whole her whole story arc is very dark because if you remember when we first saw her, there's some weird stuff going on with her and her stepfather. So I feel yeah. like Perry's got a lot of issues with these. Uh, Male uh, father figures father and authority. Figures. Okay, and so he, she does not want to go home because whatever stepdad w- was going on. Although, didn't he get turned into something yeah, silver? He, yeah, he didn't quite, it didn't work out well for him. But she does not want to go home. Um, but she lives in this world where she has no power. She can't even pick where they go. He right. he just yell. He yells too much. I think that's a he yells so much. It's a trait that that that. Uh, Colin Baker's running with that I wish he didn't but it's like even that opening scene he yells like four or five times yeah yeah and it try, it's supposed to I think it's at one point it's supposed to be comedy. funny yeah it's but supposed it's, to be funny it doesn't read funny at all <laughs> it's, it's horrible it's uncomfortable uh, and poor Perry and then doesn't he does he even give her the ability to choose and then she's like oh I'm I can't have my own choice just basically go anywhere where you want to go like it's this where weird, would you like to go I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're but in then a why poison you... relationship. And speaking it's of poison terrible. relationships, I felt also watching this, it just popped in my head. I was like, I miss Tegan. I kind of wish Tegan yeah. was back for some reason. I don't know why I thought well, of that, but I'm just throwing how do you think? How do you think Tegan would be with Colin Baker? Maybe she put him in his place. Yeah, she probably she at least has him, some... I think, a little bit more than, than uh, Perry. But I think Perry in her own head is really trying to get that american accent down because this story felt like she had the most trouble with it like it felt like it was going in and out at time like it was she was having a little bit of issues yeah it was and i can't quite place exactly what she's doing wrong but it's so obviously just not right at all but anyway yeah um on the plus side, she didn't have to wear her leotard anymore. She got a new outfit. I, she got an outfit. I thought the new outfit was a step up. Sure. Right. I mean, it was a little corporate, but then again, they were going to an office park, so it's fine. Yeah. It, it worked out well. 80s, uh, you know, so it worked. <laughs> Needed bigger shoulder pads, and she wouldn't be fine. So many It was pads. Just, just everything on. <laughs> so so they, they get stuck going, stuck, getting sucked into this time corridor. This whatever it was called again. What was yeah, the... it was a Contron or something. Contron. I keep saying, I want to say, con, con, okay, Contron time corridor, 
<laughs> the doctor pulls out the belts that they have to strap in onto the the console. Oh with. yeah, God yes, yeah. Those like bungee things. It looked like one yeah, of those, the like, kind of cheap weight loss things that you would have seen in like oh the, yeah yeah sixties yeah. or something where they're gonna burn some fat. They're just they're just getting their exercise. Well, which is ironic because she's not in workout wear for the first time, and they're gonna actually do some real aerobics. <laughs> they just timed it better. It would it would have been, been the, so much better. Very workout tape. That's too bad. So, so they get sucked into the time corridor, and the I can't stand what they did with the audio manipulation in the story when they're in the time corridor and they sound like they're on helium. But then you also oh, have the yeah. android whose voice is also singing songs like this yeah, he's the whole time. It's just in a time corridor. Really? Yes, he's just stuck in time. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't. And then stand you've got it. like the the secret police who look like beekeepers for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> that was honestly the first thing I wrote. Was like, are they also beekeepers? <laughs> I'm assuming that has to be the case that they're also on the side trying to save bees. It's colony collapse disorder. They're trying to. No one yeah, knows why. Nobody no. knows why. Still don't know. Uh, RIPBs. Um, so yeah, though, so they. Um, all right, so they get trapped into this time corridor. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember why. Was there a reason why they got caught? It was just luck. Because of the... the story had to go someplace. Okay. <laughs> I think that was pretty much it. And while they're headed towards its source, um, which is this planet the Doctor has been to before, although we what? have not seen him. Well, well assuming at first, John though... Pertwee had been there. According yeah, can we come back to that story. in just a second, though? Okay, so they pass this woman heading in the opposite direction. Yes, but the time corridor itself, when they first encounter it, he says it's it's taking them to Earth because they had just had the conversation that he could drop her off on Earth in 1984 or whatever it was that she yeah, came from. Yeah, but then from. they're going to go to 18 something, right? Well, no, for, first it no, was supposed to be 11 something. Yeah, it was supposed to be 11 <laughs> something or other. <laughs> was originally where they're going to go back to. So that so it wasn't really yeah. I guess that would be the end of it. So then they followed back toward the source, which would be this planet that apparently he's been to before. There's a ton there of things like, that don't make any sense, though, because what I was going to say is they're yeah. heading towards the source, and then this woman's heading the opposite direction. They see the apparition of Vina, right? So yeah. she's... Because I guess there's we'll two get, stories we'll happening simultaneously. Yes. So on the... You on guys planet, have watched this. You know what happened. Right. So that whole... We'll, we'll talk about that. Let's just stick with the doctor and parents. Yes. So she goes the, the opposite direction. The doctor mentions that something happened and he knocks her off course. Right? Yes. So assuming everyone before her went to some 11 whatever AD. Yep. And now she gets knocked off course because the TARDIS is there and it ends up in 18... You know, 80 something 80 something yeah does everyone after that that gets sent through there go Ooh. to the original thing or do they end up in the 1800s oh uh, well based they on all what go the, to earth because yes, at the end because why not dumb thing about uh, uh, how the Loch Ness monsters created so stupid just so stupid which seems but, dangerous because the guy could just He's smart. He's not just going to be yeah. a Loch Ness monster. Plus, no. they, they send a bunch of androids through the same time lash. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Where make... are they? Are they on Earth? I think, yes. I think it's always Earth because why? I don't know. But I think it was only while the TARDIS was in the time corridor that they got shunted off into the 1800s because at the end, when... Um, when they send the future Loch Ness monster into the time corridor, he says he's got about a thousand years to swim around until people see him, whatever. So, so I think it was they they do end up going back to the 1100s, which I don't know. I this guess. is this is the least of the problems. The fact that he's just they're just throwing androids 
uh, high-pitched androids into this time portal that are apparently landing on Earth to wander the Earth uh, for years. And why wouldn't the Loch Ness Monster eventually just get out of the water and then take Wait, over? Wait, he's not aquatic. No. He's not. He's not even amphibian. He's, I mean, the Morlocks aren't aquatic. Yeah, they live in a cave. Yeah, human, you know, his evolution is not continuing where he'll just become full. No. He's going to stay both. Yeah. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it totally doesn't matter. So, um, all right, was there, uh, I even forgot what like, my was that point to any of this? One, so, like, it doesn't matter. So they land on uh, this planet, right? So it's the, right. this is a planet the Doctor has been to before as John Pertwee's third Doctor. Why? Because they have a mural that they've covered over oh, for some reason. God, that was so stupid. Well, but I, I did like that people on this planet have heard of the Doctor before. Like, there were stories about him and when he came hundreds of years Weird before. Weird stories. Like, so the yeah. the cat, who is this rebel girl, keeps a locket of Joe Grant in her pocket that she got from her grandfather. How awkward was it for her grandfather and her grandmother, the fact that he's carrying around a locket of some woman? Like, how <laughs> how would that fly, uh, you know, if I was carrying around a locket of some other hey. woman? Uh, you don't know house. what they're. You don't know what's like inside their their marriage. Okay, that's that's Why? for them. Well, then, it, yeah, it was like it was just a weird thing. Like, and it's a family heirloom to pass it down from generation. Who is right. this? We're not really sure. She was here for three days. Uh, you know, two. Yeah, right, right, around. right. But so, were okay. you were right. you confused about that whole thing? The the fact that that the doctor had been there before, and I mean, I just assumed it was a story we hadn't seen. That's what I assume. So it's a story but that it, never happened, though, right? It's a story that never happened. Yeah, and I only found that out <laughs> after afterwards. Fact. Yeah, because I wanted to go back and see, like, oh, is this a thing that we should? I just wanted to do the research and see, like, is this is this stuff that we should know about? But no, they just made that up because it makes it easier for them to just say whatever they wanted to say because they don't have to fit it around anything, yeah, and it, it just it was lets a them. Strange. It, it was, was a strange. very strange. I mean, which is fine. So, I mean, again, the the connection to uh, Pertwee error. Doctor, it really had no bearing on the story, though, other than no. it was a way of when Perry gets rescued that the cat's woman would know that she's a friend because she knew she what was it? She recognized the picture. But yeah, Perry she recognized and, the photo of Joe Grant. Of Joe Grant. How often did that did that come up? I don't know. It was a very like, there's no, no, right. There's there's thing. literally no way that we've seen that Perry would know anything about it unless she you know, was wandering through the TARDIS and the doctor has like a, a room dedicated to his previous companions. And she just, yeah. I don't know. She I don't know. Have, what she should have had was a <clears throat> locket with a picture of Peter Davison in it. And then she would have recognized him. And then you would have implied maybe he had some kids on the side and she <laughs> is actually half time Lord this, uh, you know, you didn't yeah. need to say that, but you could have planted that. Right. So know. it's instead of Pertwee, it could have been. Davison in the yeah in the locket right and then she would open the locket and would have been no like, no no this but I mean my like grandfather that no one recognizes right that would have been so much better you are a professional storyteller you should be together. doing this <laughs> all right so we 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 get there we get to the plan what we should say is before this is a story stinks because it's, it's so bad it's just like there's lots of dumb stuff so the they're in the society. The Borat, my wife, talks, and I actually liked the actor that portrayed the fake Borat. My wife, like yeah, that's like, yeah. oh, that's a cult I could get behind. Like I could see people. <laughs> like it should have just been him as the thing, and it could have been like a cult-like thing. Right. Oh, um, he he could have been Morlocks from the waist down. 
Yeah, you didn't need <laughs> you start to see it. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That's why you never see him with the camera pans exactly. down. He's, I like see I like that. We could put something together. Uh, uh, right. So the the original leader hides out in the broom cupboard where they keep their computer and there's no listening devices. Although there are, although there there's are. a line about how the key when it's in when the it's thing, shielded, when it's shielded from the mm -hmm. rays, and it's a mirror. The amulet's a mirror. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like the last mirror because you can't have mirrors because the guy can't see himself. But why? Why can't he see Vanity? himself? Vanity? Is that really the thing that causes him to lose all motor function? Well, what, yeah, when he sees himself, there's so many things like that. Oh, where it makes me so angry. They, right. The way that they overcome whatever adversary is, even when uh, she originally goes into the time lash. There's a yes. There's like a, a scuffle or something, and no one else is helping. Like there's hundreds of beekeepers, but they just <laughs> don't do anything. And like these little fights happen with pushing, and the doctors pushing people in, and it's like the worst. It's the worst run military I think that I've ever seen. As far as secret police, D minus. You know, yeah, what I mean? not like they, one of the best. Right, they've got the ideology down, but execution is not their strong suit. Right, right, right. But anyway, so they're in the broom closet, and like you said before, there's the, your wife's in a hospital on life support for some reason. We don't know why. And he's basically turning the power off on all the, you know, not just his wife. Everything. But he's, Everyone. He's going to do a it All anyway. the power is going to get shunted into the Borads. My wife. Uh, control room or whatever. Yeah. So and why it has to be done that way, it just seems so convoluted. I mean, sure, fine, it's for the story, but like, it just seems so dumb that... The Borat My wife. needs to have this Malin whose primary job besides keeping order is to work the power controls for him. It just seems like I, okay, yeah, it I does know, seem this, stupid. This, this genius scientist couldn't come up with a better way to control his own power. It just seems really ridiculous. And the other the uh, other thing, so then he he is quietly rebelling. You know, he tells his son-in-law to be he's rebel-ish he's yeah, not he's really like, he's he won't do it himself but he's like no. i'm not gonna stop you if you do it and that little line keep is, my daughter like, and um, yeah. me out of that it that cost yeah. him his life yes um so immediately after with it with the age beam yeah but here's the, my question immediately after both men come out of the closet no questions. No questions asked. No questions, um, guys. Whatever's going on is totally. He was fine. just helping me in there. He was just helping <laughs> me. <laughs> um, they only take the mail in. At that point, they know both of them are quote unquote traitors to the yes. empire. Why didn't yes. he just grab both of them and execute both of them? He lets the other well, guy go, only to grab him later. Right, right. He's just going to grab him later. I, I don't know why the Borat. My wife. Because yeah, he plays see him in the little clip. Face. He's like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, check this out. I got you. He's like the other guy's the one doing the open rebellion. I think he's just sadistic. I mean, the Borat. My wife. Just on top of being he is, half but Morlocks just is like just sadistic. So he wanted to do both. that face to face, yeah. and he wanted to use his his magical age beam on him. His unidirectional oh, magical age beam. thing and the, the dumb drop of the pile of bones at the end where it's, it's just, just so stupid. It's clunk. <laughs> it's just clunk onto the ground. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah, so they got a bit of time control, right? That age, massive aging thing. So is that a beam that accelerates aging or is yes. it trapping it in some kind of time thing and then speeding up time until you die? We don't know, right? Oh, we don't know. Yeah, don't I know guess. Yeah. 
Who, who, no one, the writer doesn't know. <laughs> doesn't, no one knows. Literally, no one matter. Knows. So then he puts in charge uh, Tecker, who is the overacting guy, who, again, not the worst part of this, like, as far as his, you know, his hamminess or whatever, however you so want. So bad it. at first. I hated it at first. Hated it. Yeah. And but then he it just would kept make, he going would make kind and got worse. Yeah. Villainy kind yeah. of mustache twirling and everything. Um, so he tells the daughter, like, oh, your dad's dead, and we're sorry. Um, he doesn't say why, and then moments later, he says exactly why, that he's a traitor. So that was a little, also a little strange. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like sort of like, oh, something happened. Was, you know, he had a heart attack. You know, they're basically not saying we've killed him, but implying we've and then, killed him. And then two seconds later, but, uh, but, but yeah, yeah we Two seconds him. later, her, her husband comes out, and he's like, why are you arresting him? Because him and your dad did, you know, whatever. Right. There was no long game there. <laughs> it's a very short game. Yeah, she grabs the thing off in the slowest grab. The guy has no reaction to losing his. No, n- not until seconds after it's off of his neck. Then he reaches for it. Oh, where did it go? I forget again now. Why is that thing so important? That's the amulet that helps control that the mirror that controls the energy closet. Right. So th- that's it. Why do they carry it? Or like, it seems like just keep that someplace safe. You would th- keep it next to the control where you're going to need to yeah. use it. Right. But maybe that also lets him into the room. It, uh, they get it back, right? Well, okay. So, so she takes it. Um, and they still don't. Vina it takes safe. it. She falls into into the time lash. She goes floating by Perry and the Doctor. Yeah, she ends up with H.G. Wells, so who is not. Dumb. We don't know he's H.G. Wells, and I want to talk a little bit about Herbert. Yeah, let's talk about Herbert. I found Herbert to be more enjoyable as a companion most of the time than I liked Perry him. Because at yes. least I felt like he was intri- like he screwed up and stuff and he would lie and he'd sneak into things and, and but bumbling. he was driven by curiosity. Yep. And it was at least somebody was doing like I didn't mind like I was like, Oh, okay, well we'll see where this goes. I mean, he gets a little annoying at the end. Um, but I didn't mind him. What do you think about her? Yeah, no, I, I actually I liked him best on on Earth in his uh, parlor or whatever. Like I, I thought, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Um, I did know it was H.G. Wells only because I had read that by accident, so oh, it was, yeah, it was did, fine, which was okay. Know. I knew yeah. it was somebody. I was like, oh, this is going to be somebody, but I didn't put the. Yeah, yeah, H. I had accidentally had that spoiled, but that, that didn't matter. Um, I liked him with the whole seance thing that he's doing. He's into the, the occultism and the spiritualism, and Vina appears, and he thinks she's a spirit. That was, uh, yeah, was, was kind of fun. Um, the doctor appearing there, and he tries to you know exercise him or whatever with his with his cross. That was it was uh, that that moment was actually kind of fun. And the doctor was in that scene, kind of charming actually, and it's something I'd like to see much more of um, from the way that Colin he, Baker yeah, portrays the doctor. he was charming to a point, but then he also I felt like when the guy kept asking like I just want to go, yeah, he was like nope. But which I was, was like, also I guess it was dangerous, he, but he felt exactly. A like a more that he was annoyed by everything and everyone than he was trying well, to save the guy. Hubert, Hubert just kept asking over and over and over again. It did get a little uh, on my nerves. Weird. Yeah. Um, right. So then, then he sneaks. He he's a stowaway. Hubert. He sneaks onto the TARDIS and then how joins did our he adventure. get onto the TARDIS this time? How the did first he? time? Yeah. How did he get on? Uh, I can't remember. But didn't no. he? I'm assuming he just walked on, right? Or yeah, snuck how? on? How? Was that like a reveal and you just saw him no. hiding and you didn't know how he got there? Because I can't remember. So, 
So he sneaks onto the TARDIS twice. The second time, it's because um, the doctor orders Perry to, to get off the TARDIS because he's going to go and crash the TARDIS into the missile that's coming at the planet. We'll get to that later. He, he opens the door again to have Perry come out, and that's when Herbert slips in the second time, and he hides underneath the console. But the first time, the doctor and Vina go onto the TARDIS, and they're in the control room, and then Herbert comes walking out from one of the back passageways <laughs> right. with a notebook and like writing all this down. But how the hell did he get in there? It's fine. I, uh, no, I it's not. That's I mean, okay. I just something, he's anything. He's a crafty to, person. He figured it out. But he's clearly right? not. We right, see this fine. later that he's just not. We're dealing it, with half I know it, men, half uh, uh, Morlocks. I know I'm getting obsessed about right. the minutia of it, but that just bothered. Let's get back. Okay, so I mean, it does come into play that that uh, that there has been this encounter in the past with the Doctor on this planet. So you know this. The Borad, my wife, who was previously a scientist that the doctor had some dealings with and apparently was friendly with, um, I guess, whatever. Yeah, they have can... a history. But when the doctor lands there, so they have this sort of reception ceremony, we find out the doctor has been there before. I think even uh, mm-hmm. Tecker or whatever recognizes him. But the the adventures of the Doctor have been scrubbed right. from the history books. But some of the older people still remember the Doctor. It's why it's why it would still make more sense if she had a picture of the Doctor in her locket, keeping it secret. Right. It would be something that would be punishable. Um, but instead, it's Joe Grant, who I guess could be punishable. Right, right, right. Thing that didn't happen. Um, but then, so he kind there's this weird thing. That's when Perry starts talking. There's no reflection. Right, right. The color's too drab or whatever she says. They send Perry on a walk. The doctor already should, should sense that something's wrong. But he has no problem sending Perry right, with to take a tour of away. whatever. That they're very insistent that to she goes by herself. Like, yeah, his alarm bells sort of. Yeah, it's yeah. it's there's lots of red flags uh, for the doctor. Can we just before he, Perry goes off on her uh, excursion of doom that she's interested in the plants because she's a bit of a botanist, which is not at all the case, but that's fine. But that's fine. Yes, I've and she's sniffing the plant that, that shoots acid. <laughs> I mean, it's just so so <laughs> dumb. So they did that just to set it up later that she could escape by throwing a potted plant at the beekeeper. Like that's why they had to. That was. Yeah, and they also take that same potted plant and they throw it in the doctor's face. Nothing happens. And that scene, but nothing happens. And then when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, was that just? Were they just making all that up?" I thought that. I thought Tecker was. Yeah, I thought Tecker was just messing with her and saying, "Yeah, it shoots acid." But then she uses it, or maybe that, maybe that beekeeper was just really allergic. Maybe that's all it was. She knew it. I don't know. It's dumb. So Perry goes off uh, and, and escapes from the beekeeper by throwing a potted plant in his face and then finds her way into the tunnel. She was given a note um, uh, by a guy before he's about to be killed to, to, meet yeah, where to meet a person she doesn't know in a place that she's not familiar with. So it means absolutely. Mean, he could have no just written completely just nothing on the piece of paper and it would have had the same effect. Except that she drops it later so they're able to find her. Anyway, so she she... Luckily, uh, uh, wanders into the exact place that she's supposed to meet the exact person who's there. But anyway, so she she goes into the caves and she immediately comes upon a Morlocks. What did you think of the Morlocks as as far as creature design? I mean, it was not the best, but it. Looked, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say it looked okay up close. But the fact that it can it can move about three feet 
was really bad. Yeah, the movements and stuff. Yeah, the movements and stuff were where it it showed. And they kept and they stayed great. on that. Um, Perry reacting to being terrified, and the Morlocks swaying back and forth, and the Perry terrified. They kept that going for a good thirty seconds when they really nothing was happening. Like there were. She was in no, no danger because the thing could obviously not come any closer because that was as long as they had uh, money to create a, a creature for. Yeah, it wasn't scary at all. So she's she's going to get eventually at some point eaten by this Morlocks, and then she gets rescued by the rebels. Now, when the re- the rebels come in, uh, and then there's an android on fire. What did you think at that moment? Like what? I mean, I was just like, okay, I guess that happened. I was like, okay, but there's like, an android that Did you fire. think, like, I was like, did I miss something? I'm, like, I'm not going to rewind it and go back and figure out why he's there now. But he was just, there's an android on fire and they can escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, I was like, okay, all right. So I, I was like, oh, was he coming? And they shot him or something, yeah. And then I, I assume that like he was, whatever. he followed her yeah, and they, I, they shot him, but that's not what happened. And we find out later what happened. But Yeah, I felt like part of it. Anyway, that was awesome. Yeah. It's a little message, yeah. message from the future. Um, yeah, so she's taken in by these rebels, which you talk about, we talked about already that Katz, the rebel girl, has the locket with Joe Grant that she's been carrying around for years, and her children were also yep. carrying around this Joe Grant locket. That puts them together, but then they're instantly captured again, because you said they, within minutes, I had a note, and then I dropped the note, and then that led them to... Directly to, to them. led the bad guys to... Directly yeah. to them, so they all get captured, and they're all going to get time lashed, except for Perry because the guy wants uh, Borat. My wife wants her untouched and, and taken to him. Because his wife to turn her into <laughs> his his <laughs> wife. So my bad. wife. My wife. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It fits. It actually fits uh, right perfectly. Um, yeah. So the doctor, meanwhile, without Perry, completely. I don't know if you felt this. He didn't care. Doesn't even it, Perry no. is not even a priority. Not even mentioned to find her or to rescue her. She's just in the background. Like I feel like the doctor's doing a bunch of things, and he's yes. and one of them it is, is not finding. It is her. most. He's he's spelunking in the time. Uh, Holy crap! Did that take a lot longer than needed to? I mean, that those, those scenes of the doctor being lowered into the time yep. lash with a big rope, with you know a half a dozen men holding up the rope. Luckily, though, uh, Vina didn't help out because that's man's work. Obviously, she's standing there waving her hands yeah. around, like, "Oh, I hope they can pull him up." Like, grab the freaking rope! I, I okay, so they lower. They lower him in, and well, he's going to go collect yeah. time crystals, and there's just, like, tinsel flying everywhere, which is just so ridiculous. And he goes and grabs these crystals, so and bad. just, it goes on and on and on. It goes on and on, and there's no, imme- I mean, the danger right. is they're going to let go. But I kept expecting the yeah. bad guys to come. Like, it was going to be like the bad guys were going to come in, but nope, they just lower them, and then they send a couple of guys in to pull them up. They're, they're not able to... To pull him back up because it's just whatever. I don't know. He's getting sucked in. So there's half a dozen guys holding the rope. And then two of them go in instead. And they're still able to hold them up. Like, it doesn't make, it doesn't make yeah, any sense at all. It makes, doesn't make any sense. It's fallen. They should have all fallen. He should have fallen to his death. But I guess the doctor is, <laughs> yeah, was sitting on the styrofoam, so right? Stupid. It was really dumb. And it was long. And, and this, 
this could have been one 45 minute story yeah there's so much filler and there's so many scenes like that that go on yeah they could have cut half of the long. half of the second part and it would have been okay the first, like you said earlier, the first half of the story went pretty quickly. I mean, it wasn't great, whatever, but it was like interesting and it, and it kept moving at a good clip. This second half was almost entirely filler. Um, so the doctor gets these crystals, and with them he creates a couple of different little weapons that he's going to use. He does. He gets the thing that allows him to freeze time and be ahead of time so he could walk he, around and do stuff, but you still see him in the past. Right. It creates a 10-second delay kind of. projection yeah. of where he was. He stays kind of out of phase. But then he has that little viewer that— He's got a little telescope that, that Hubert's able to see, people. which that's which was fine. just so—I mean, was that— But what's the point of the viewer? Okay, so that's, that's what I was just going to ask. His, yeah, H.G. Wells is using it, right? Yes. Or is it he's the only Don one that gets Junior? to use it. No. It was, okay, so H.G. Wells is up there, and he's looking at the doctor. This is the first time the doctor demonstrates it, and he's sitting there at the table, yeah. and they're all locked into the room together, and he demonstrates and does the whole thing, and no one looks through the viewer. So we, as the audience, have seen this, and they've fully explained it, and this is what's happening. And then later, when the doctor is with um, the Borat, my wife... He does it again, and H.G. Wells is a peep and Tom with his little Viewmaster watching it. I, I mean, I have, I would have expected that they use that the first time around to help explain to the audience for all the slow pokes in the audience of what's going on so they could see what's happening. Because it didn't really do anything to— No, like, that, yeah, there was no moment where H.G. Wells— We were never confused about it. Yeah, yeah, it was just he was just watching. We were just watching it and having some fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so the doctor is no longer where the Borat, my wife, thought he was when he shoots at him. He's not there, but we know that we've already seen. They've explained it fully to us. It didn't make yeah. it was not useful. The other the other benefit of time crystals is you can shoot energy into them, and then after a very long delay, another ten seconds, uh, it shoots back, and the doctor uses that to destroy or destroy a clone. We find out. Well, that's a whole okay, before topic. he does it, the first time he uses it, they're all in that main chamber uh, where the time lash is, and they're locked in there, and outside there, the beekeepers have a big cannon, and there's an android, and they're blowing down the wall, and his whole plan is that they're going to shoot this massive energy beam in there, and he's going to suck into the crystal and save them with it. All that manages to happen is they blow down the door, they kill a whole bunch of people, and then that energy gets redirected and destroys one android. Like, it wasn't some big plan. Like, I thought, oh, he's going to, you know, use this energy and it's going to reverse time and that will have never happened or they can escape. No, it just no, it shoots the energy back it's... and destroys one android. Meanwhile, other people are slaughtered. Makes no sense. Like, no. that's just dumb. And then when he uses it again, though, yes. with against the Borat. My wife. It, he, he tricks him into shooting the age crystal or age ray yes. into the crystal. Yeah. And the whole time he explains, like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Now what's what's going to happen? You tricked me. Five, four, hold on. Don't, don't stay, stay right there. there. Don't move. Three. And he's not moving. Uh -uh. And he's going, what? Oh, oh you got me. Uh, yeah. You, you got he me. Says, you, and then he gets You tricked me. No, you tricked yourself uh, to try to, you know, he he's not a murderer, but he, he is. He totally just killed him, too. And where's his android guards at that point? He just hangs out in that room alone. All by himself. There's no... There were so many times, too, when you would, they would come into the room. This is before, like, the reveal of who the, the bar My wife. really was. He's just sitting there in, in a bejeweled chair 
off to the side yeah. with the back of the chair facing us. And the, like no one notices it standing there. And they're talking to the, the old man projection instead. But there's clearly a guy in a big bedazzled chair. Yeah. There are those scenes I felt like, yeah, that's the first time we get the reveal with the mail-in. Yeah. And he's talking to the old guy or what he thinks is the old guy. Right. And you're right. A foot and a half away is the other guy, and he he literally like shuffles over and then <laughs> sees slides the other over guy. in an office oh chair. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like which voice is talking? Like it, it's so stupid. Yeah, he wasn't like he could have been behind a partition. He could oh, have been, been anywhere. anywhere, literally anywhere, except in the same room, three feet behind him. Uh, fine, stupid. whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then the time crystals. He kills uh, the Borat. My wife. And he's not actually dead. And 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 there's a cut. There's two times that that happens. So, w- what we mentioned earlier that we have to talk about again is they have allies who are starving because they're withholding grain. Oh, this, so I guess this is a wait, agricultural allies. Plant. No, you mean there's oh the the bandrel that are the and yeah, they were former allies. Oh, for, okay, formerly formerly yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, are waging. He's war. trying so to start this war. Part yeah. of their their treaty at one point was they supply grain, and in return they got something else. I don't know. They've stopped supplying grain to the point where these people are starving. They're like, we're not warlike creatures, although we have the best weapons in it's the universe. It's a great weapon, and uh, we're gonna invade. And so uh, once Tecker's in charge, he's like, invade away. We're gonna, you know, our our guy's bigger than your guy. <laughs> uh, you know, we have weapons. I'd hate to use the weapons. What our weapons will do. Uh, right, right. Go ahead, little rocket man. You can go ahead. And- yeah. He's calling him rocket man. So that invasion is ongoing. So that's, we're in the process of yeah. that. So there's this sort of ticking time bomb and the ships are being sent over. And so the doctor, once he kills or once he thinks he's killed the Borat. My wife. Jumps onto the transmission is like, you got to stop this. I'm the doctor, Gallifrey, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then he's got to prove that he's the doctor by showing them the corpse of the guy they've never seen. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, fine. For, for whatever for case. Whatever so he's got to do that. And there's no time to do that. So the doctor flies the TARDIS. He yells at everybody. Nobody he can He tells Perry him. to get off there. HG slips H.G. on. HG Wells, of course, sneaks on. This is man's work. Yep. And the doctor's like, yeah, I guess I, it is. If you qualify, sure. Yeah. The TARDIS is puts itself in between the missile and the planet. Yes. And is destroyed. Blow, the missile blows up. As far as the readings go. It looks like, they, yep. Oh, he's dead. Yep. And then all of a sudden... The Borat, my wife, re-shows up. What? And then all of a sudden, the doctor and H.G. Wells also show, show up. up. And the doctor just says, they're like, I, we thought you were dead. He's like, that's a story for another time, right. essentially. There's no, <laughs> okay. And the same, and then the Borat, my wife, that is, you didn't know that I have clones. Right. How many clones does he have? He, he only have, made one. He could have millions of clones. We don't know. This story keeps going Do after the doctor a leaves. Shared consciousness is one an individual like right, right, right. All of that was just thrown in at the end. It wasn't just like a genetic copy. Like he picked up mid sentence. Like it was the yeah. Was it a shared? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. How many are there? Who cares? It doesn't matter. But the fact. I mean, you nailed that part though. Like. Why, Perry asked the doctor, "Why weren't you blown up?" And his his reply is, "I'll explain one day." It's just yeah. so lazy. That's just so lazy. And, but, and Perry makes a reference to like the, the you said the TARDIS is indestructible. At some point, she says that. And 
I mean, she just, does, he, and then he says, but, like, it is, but... But, but it maybe isn't. not. I, it's yeah, just... No, no, it's it's so... Whatever. Liz, okay. And even if you let that slide, uh, it's just such a dumb scene. It's one of those things where you have a bunch of things that are unearned. Yes. And then you have a plot twist, but there's nothing to the It's plot not even twist. twisty. Yeah. It's just, oh, well, hey, there it was a clone before. I mean, so it's a very a big, similar thing to, like... You know, a uh, horror movie, like, I finally killed the bad guy. I'm going to lean over his corpse, and he sticks his hand up and grabs you. Like, it's it's just like one of those, like, oh, that thing. I've just seen that. Oh, I have a clone. I mean, it just felt real dumb. Right. Um, and then it gets super dumb. So if you think, like, oh, it's it's not dumb yet, well, we're going to get super we'll end dumb. We'll in it. And then we get the mirror thing where he, so, he rips his... the. It's behind the Pertwee wall, right? How There's did he mirror. know that was there? How, okay, first of all, he break, been there before. And he I breaks guess. down the the wall and reveals the mural of Pertwee from earlier. But he knew that behind the mural, Pertwee was what, also a mirror. mirror. I, and he knew that that would incapacitate the Borat. My wife. So that he he literally couldn't he do, anything. do anything. He covered his he's, face and he's just kind of wheeling around yeah, and can't. A vampire? I, like if he makes, was a vampire creature or something. And why would a vampire he, can't have a reflection? It's not like that. But why would he even be like? Listen, vampire fans, I don't want to hear your email. I know mirrors don't kill vampires. I can hear you all typing We're right just now, vampires. Here. But so why if if it's like oh i can't bear to look at my reflection what monster have i become no he's not like that at all he wants everyone to be like this he's proud of the accomplishment that this mutation has turned him into he's smarter he lives longer he wants this entire race of these so why would the reflection even trouble him if anything he should be like entranced by his reflection like i'm pretty amazing it it was just so so dumb and yeah, then he just gonna gets maneuvered into position right in front of like you can even see him like shuffle step up the little ramp towards the time lash over the course of what felt like twenty minutes. No, it's terrible. It's a bad. It's a bad ending. And he's got Perry too. We should say as a hostage, where he's gonna do horrible things to her, gouging her eyes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It gets super dark. Um, but then when he sees himself, or no. She sees him and screams. That's what triggers it, right? Because yeah, he, he well, yeah. For some if, reason he wants her to love him, and the idea that she wouldn't love, love him because of the way he looks takes, so dumb. And then she screams because she sees that's the doctor's plan, right? You can murder Perry, but if she screams, you got to let her go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. That or was his could, plan. That no one agreed to. That no one agreed to. Not that bad. No one <laughs> agreed to this plan. I'm sorry. I'm talking over you. That's oh, ridiculous. So dumb. Uh. It's super dumb. Yeah. And then he he gets sent back to Earth, and it's not deep. This guy's a monster. Yeah. Like a bad person. Yeah. And the doctor's like, he's fine evolving over a thousand years on Earth. Yeah. People will see him from time to time. An evil genius with an unknown lifespan. Let's just send him to Earth. They talk about his massive intelligence as a result of this experiment. Yeah. I guess they're supposed to believe that these lizards are intelligent on their own. Well, like, no, it was something, it was that gas that was, so in his original experiment, he had this gas and that when the, oh, the gas canister went off, it excited the Morlocks, but that gas, when it touches um, your skin, it causes mutation. So I think it was just a crazy happenstance mutation. So his entire experiment, he wanted to recreate his experiment that was just a crazy fluke 
with Perry. He's just yeah, hoping he, that this is going to happen again. Who knows what would have happened? Maybe she would have had the intellect of a Morlocks and the lifespan of a human. No, I mean, nobody, nobody knows. knows. It was and the ridiculous. gas excites the Morlocks, yes. but also kills the Morlocks because that. At one point, the doctor's right. like, "Well, how do you? What happens if she, if the Perry dies before the mutation?" He's like, "Aha! I've thought about this. <laughs> the gas kills." Like, so it's like doesn't make any really dumb side. Like, there was one thing I did like though. So not to be all negative about this, the creature design of the bandrel. Um, you only see them on the on the viewer, oh, but, yeah, the, but the, the, the bandrel ambassador. It really reminded me of something like a Farscape sort of creature. So they, yeah. it was obviously, you know, um, a puppet or whatever that they were doing, which is such a nice thing to do where it doesn't have to look very humanoid. You can do something much different when it's just, you know, this creature that's on a screen. I thought that was actually very effective. The voice was really annoying because we were just talking. Yeah, like the voices in general. Yeah, were very peaceful. But they, 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 yeah, but they, they, they were looked really cool. cool. Um, yeah. And they're sending uh, diplomats to the planet at the story's conclusion. Right. And, uh, These... Don Jr. is now in charge. Oh, that's going to end well. Uh, he's become the new whatever. He's d- declared that Malin. he's now the new Malin. No yeah, one. No election. It's just no he election. Just well, the there was never Malin. really an election. It was just the Borat. My wife. Said, now you're yeah. it. But All right. So he's decided that he's the, he's the ruler. And then they leave. Yeah. And then it's the end. So there is a reason. This, so you were saying like this wasn't the worst that you've seen. Uh, we definitely say well, that the twin dilemma is worse than it's this. It's one of the worst. It's one of the worst I've seen. But I just want to say, just like, as bad as some other bad ones. Totally. Yeah. It's it's pretty horrible. Um, in in some of the polls they've done, uh, this has ranked either as the next to worst, uh, really? just just above of the twin time. dilemma. Or uh, I think in a more recent poll, the fourth from worst <laughs> of all Doctor yeah. Who stories. I can see that. It's just, it, like I said, the first half was fine, and and you said that there was a good story in here. It just it was the second half was both too long and too rushed because they couldn't be bothered to figure out any logic to wrapping the story up. So everything was just like, okay, I guess this is how we're going to end it. Meanwhile, you spend twenty minutes climbing down a crystal cave. And uh, watching Perry scream at a monster that's not going to attack her. It just, uh, I don't know whose fault it is, but I blame everyone. It was just not, you could have made it shorter and better at the same time. Yeah, so this is what we said. This is written by Glenn McCoy, who I believe this is his first story. From what I see, it's his only story. Okay, so first and only. Which is fine Uh, by me. And Pennant Roberts directed it. I don't know if we've seen a Pennant Roberts who story before it the name sounds uh oh pirate planet shada we didn't see though uh face of directed shada and pirate planet yeah really so that's interesting because like pirate planet was fun it's so good and it has such a good sense of humor sense of humor yes probably could have done better with a sense of humor right there wasn't a there was not maybe the humor they tried was not funny yeah maybe that's it yeah i mean for sure so um, that's what happens when Douglas Adams, I guess, isn't writing. It. Yeah, that's what we need. Sorry, needed. McCoy. Would have loved to have seen this with Douglas Adams instead. Yeah, um, no, it's just like um, not a great, not a great. Uh, it's not one of the better ones. Uh, Did we hear from anyone about what they thought of this story, Dan? Unless you have anything else to add. Um, just, just the one thing I wanted to add briefly, just because I'm sure everyone that's listening to this already knows this, but um, the actor who played Tecker, uh, Paul Darrow was on this show that we've been told that we should watch, Blake Seven. And uh, Colin Baker made a guest cameo on Blake Seven. So this is, I don't know if this is actually true, but I've read this in several different places. But 
uh, Paul Darrow, Tecker, on, uh, was not happy with how uh, Colin Baker was guesting on Blake Seven. He kind of his overacting and bombastic style. So this is supposed to be supposedly so retribution. Yeah, he came back and was uh, chewing up the scenery in order to get him back for how how much he. Oh, hated see, now that. I want to go and look up the Colin Baker episode and see how terrible he was on that i mean i can pretty much uh conjure that image without much effort in my head (laughs) on what he must have done there so i don't know maybe it's apocryphal and didn't really happen but i just think that's fantastic where did you hear that oh i read it on the uh uh, tardis.wikia and i also read it somewhere else i want to say it was like wife in space though was that like what the actor had said i don't know i didn't follow the original source gosh i'm not gonna do that much research jesus well, that's, that makes it a little bit cooler. Yeah, I think, yeah, I kind of like that. He did it on purpose. On purpose to really just, just... mess with Colin Baker. I think it's great. Well, what was everyone else's excuse? <laughs> no, no, Although, no I, again, one I think the bor I thought the Borat... My wife... ...was great and I like the, as the fake Borat. My wife... That old guy. Like, I would I think have they were both fine. to have been the villain the whole time because he was just like... That calm, like, it felt very, very cult leader-like. Yeah, he Everybody was cool. put on your sneakers, you know, that kind of thing. And we're all getting in the spaceship. Drink the Kool-Aid, ready to get on the spaceship comet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought he was fine. I also actually liked um, the actual revealed Borat. My wife. The Magellan, I guess was the scientist name. He was fine. I mean, it was okay. that yeah. He wasn't served well by the story or the dialogue or anything else. But I thought his performance was, was okay. Um. Yeah, but I think uh, there's not yeah, much there's else not to say meat, about this. Uh, not a lot of meat to any of the roles for people even to do anything with. Like, no. Even Don Jr.'s character, Micros. And I half expected to follow him, you know, uh, starting something or doing something. And maybe the doctor would help him or he'd work with the doctor and they'd overthrow the tyrant. But he, he disagrees with it, but he really has no effect on the outcome. Yeah. He doesn't do anything but just say, hey, this guy's wrong, and then assume leadership at the end. Like, he doesn't earn that leadership. Like, what did he do? He just survived. Like, that's just literally, he happened yeah, to be at the view screen whenever the ambassador was speaking. He's like, well, I, I guess I'm, I'm the mailing <laughs> now. I'm the leader. Now. I guess I'm the leader. Yeah, that was so, unearned. I don't know, man. It was not cool. Yeah. Well, we did uh, get one response about uh, this story from Chris Tips Paddock. On, uh, when we put a call out to let people know that we were watching uh, this story and what they'd think, uh, uh, Chris Tips said, uh, my condolences. I'd like to hear each of your brainstorm uh, a better A, episode with a half dinosaur man, and B, episode with H.G. Wells. Wells deserves so, so, so much better. <laughs> and you did have some yeah, you did, did. have some response which i don't remember it was uh i have it here and i'll do it in your voice you read it you read what i wrote <laughs> eric who is a professional comic book uh storyteller uh came up with a much better story in about three seconds uh on a dinosaur planet where humans and dinosaurs are in perpetual war teenagers from each side fall in love their forbidden romance results in the birth of a dinosaur man <laughs> The creature unites the tribes into a formidable empire, but what starts with a benevolent rule ends in tyranny, yeah, uh, which is I great. I imagine a half-man, half-dinosaur, um, like, sadistic eight-year-old uh, just at the <laughs> wheel, just eventually eating babies of the human variety because he finds them delicious. I think that's great. Yeah, so um, that, that was the one. And then the other one was Adric, a reveal that this whole time Adric was H.G. Uh, Wells. H.G. Wells. I'm down with that instead. It, I mean, Do you have one, Dan? No, I literally, I'm so uh, baffled by this story as it is. My brain is scrambled. I, 
I agree, though. H.G. Wells is a really interesting character to bring into into the Hugh. H.G. Wells is such an interesting character to bring into the Who universe. Um, and, you know, there, there are echoes of his stories throughout this, um, you know, the time machine, obviously, and et cetera. But it was such a bad use of it. And the characterization, I thought the character itself was fine, especially at the beginning of, of Herbert. But like the way that it ended up was just so silly. It, it could have been done better. Yeah. But I don't write stories for Doctor Who. I couldn't come up with one. Question for you about um, H.G. Wells, if you knew. I don't. Does he make another appearance in any other Doctor Who? I mean, he must, right? Is from, this the only time H.G. Wells has been? He, from what I, yes. So from what I was uh, looking at, he doesn't make another appearance, but they do make slight nods to it. Um, different doctors are reading different novels of his at different points in time. So they do they do make reference back to H.G. Wells, but not in any direct way like as this. like, oh, remember that time that we traveled together? It's not really anything like that. All right, so all he got was time last. All he got was time last. Sorry, H.G. Wells. You deserved better. All right, here's a question for you, Dan. Uh Uh-oh. You have to, you're trapped, uh, 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 lunatic genius, an evil genius, half man, half dragon, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tells you that you have to watch one Doctor Who story. Is it Time Lash or is it Concord? I mean, Time Cop. Now, what is it called? (laughs) Time Flight. You have to watch either Time Flight or Time Lash. Oh, Which man. Which is going to be? Man, this is going to be controversial, but I'd say Time Lash. Yeah, overtime. I can't remember a single thing about uh, Concord other than a Concord is in it and the pl- the plane crashed. Yeah, and they have to and repair the plane. And uh, oh, They but were Tegan, mirage planes. Tegan does get to actually be an air stewardess at one point and, and gets the I group of people to watch. I think I would rather watch, watch Concord uh, time flight again. But there was so much in there that was, it. that was so horrible as well. I really, oh, man. I wouldn't right. want to watch so either of these again. Is that it? Did we get I no think we, more? No, that was it. Sorry. Nothing? Nope. If you guys want to tell us what you thought about that, we will be happy to read about it uh, next time on the next episode. Which is what? What do we have coming up next there? All right. Now we start the end of Colin Baker. So this will go up on May 30th. Mm. Time Lash. And then we start Trial of the Time Lord. So that's Mysterious Planet in June, Mind Warp in July, Terror of the Vervoids in August, and The Ultimate Foe and the End of Colin Baker at the end of August. See, what you just said was we're coming up to the end of Colin Baker, and all I heard was the rest of my <laughs> life will be Colin Baker. <laughs> it's four. We have four more Colin Baker stories. Oh. But they're all... We haven't seen these. Uh, no. As you all know, we're watching these for the first time. So... I don't know how tightly Trial of a Time Lord is as far as it's one story. Right. Or is it going to be like the key key to time or key of time or whatever it was called, where they're loosely, loosely. connected but not really. I'm, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm guessing it's going to be more of the latter. It's just going to be the, the a loose. The fact that it's a trial, though, like, I don't know. I'm interested to see what but, that means. Well, does that mean is it like an actual court trial or is it like is a— Is it a court trial of like, are you the worst doctor? And then he <laughs> and everyone all the says evidence. Yes. And we have to rewatch and all the, of these. And then, yeah, we have to, it's just a retrospective. <laughs> the whole thing is, is a worst of. 
<laughs> and then we get to get Sylvester McCoy. Um, is it that, or is it like trial, like um, the Odyssey? Like it's a, a you know. Oh, that's, I didn't even think that's of that. what I'm, I'm worried about. Like the trial of Reed Richards, where he's on trial. <laughs> like the Menendez brothers sort of trial yeah, this, of the century. You're probably right. Maybe it is yeah. like. I'm, uh, I'm afraid it might be. Trials. I don't know. We'll oh, find out okay. over the course of the next lifetime. You just totally blew my mind. I'm sorry, buddy. I, it's better than doing a retrospective of all of Colin Baker's worst moments, which is just yeah. the entire run over again. Now, I don't know how many we've missed. It doesn't feel I, like any. I feel like we've watched all of the Colin Baker ones except for, unfortunately, BritBox does not have any Dalek ones. Yeah. And we, we sort of are assuming that has to do with the rights thing. Maybe somebody has the rights to the Daleks that isn't allowing it or whatever the reason. But we've seen other, we've seen other Dalek stories. And we have, Terry but Nation were they, on, he, were they yeah. on BritBox? Yeah, yeah, we definitely have. Right. I don't know what, I don't know what the reason here is. here on out, there's no, like, even with uh, Sylvester Sylvester McCoy, his, his uh, remembrance of the Daleks, I think, is that McCoy one is not on here. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, so, I guess we'll, I we'll figure it out it when we get there. But otherwise, I think we've watched almost everything that Colin Baker's done, which is a real tragedy considering we didn't watch much of the first, second, or third Doctors. Well, we're coming back around. Once we jump into Sylvester McCoy, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. A year. Eleven Sylvester McCoys, and then we are done. A, a year of show. Sylvester McCoy, and then... Then, then we start over. Uh, we start over. So if you have uh, recommendations, mm-hmm. we've pretty much, I think, anything anyone recommended, I feel like we pretty much have put up there. I yeah. We talked about making a poll at some point. Or yeah. When we, get closer, when we get closer to the end of the Sylvester McCoy run, and maybe before, we still haven't decided if we're going to watch, uh, <laughs> I always think of it as the Eric Roberts uh Doctor Who. Oh yeah, the movie. The movie. I, feel like we, we watched the <laughs> I know movie, he wasn't the doctor. Away. I know he wasn't. Once the doctor. we watch that movie, we walk away from this podcast. We, we kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, murder suicide yeah, pack. We we drink hemlock at the beginning of the story, and we. All right. So go to the old doctorwhoshow.com and click on the schedule button, and you will see everything we're doing and everything we're going to redo. Please leave a comment. If there's a story you want us to do, yeah. it's not on there. That's and probably the best place to put it. Yeah, because uh, then it's on one page, and we won't overlook it, and we'll add it to the list, and we'll just do it. I mean, you I guess could, we're, if you want we're to, close to the end. Feel, well, it, it looks like we're close to the end, but that, that's, like a, that's year a year. <laughs> it's a full year <laughs> plus. Uh, so, yeah, so you can do it there. If we have gotten some recommendations uh, via email, so we'll collect those as well. But if you want to send us feedback, you can do that at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com uh, is a great place to do that. If you want to tweet at us, it's uh, at T-O-D-W show on Twitter and on Instagram. We'll put up the gifts uh, there as well. Make sure you check out the funny, funny gifts we have on the episode page as well. Um, also catch us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash T-O-D-W-S. You got that right, Dan. I did it right the first time. You did it. Uh, and that's it. So uh, that's it. thank you, folks, for listening. And uh, pray for us as we finish the Colin Baker arc. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, keep those cards and letters coming. P.O. Box 2187. Is that right? I don't know. 1187? <laughs> 119. It is on uh, the old uh, Doctor Who show.com. P.O. Box 2131. 
Red Bank, New Jersey, 07701, if you want to send us real things, which we like. We do like that very much. All right. Well, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, all. Peace. Goodbye, world. I didn't even hit start. And sadistic leader, the Borat, my wife. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think every time someone says Borat, I should put Scott Aukerman do it. Yes, it has to be Scott Aukerman doing it. Every single time somebody says that. So that's going to give me a lot of work, but it's probably worth it.